welcome to Wrestling Chat with Friends. I highly anticipate a large dose of cowboy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is your favorite time of the week, Wrestling Chat with Friends. I <laughs> are, you, are you doing the Dan Housen? Um, it is a super special week for me, especially because it's AEW Double or Nothing. Yeah, yeah. We need a more. Give confused. the. You I, know what? Tony needs to break for the DJ noises. As always, I am joined by Cheats Two belts. Cheats, how you doing today? Doing fantastic. I'm ready to talk double or nothing and all things professional wrestling. And I'm also joined by the collector. Elliot, what do you got for us? What is your collectible of the week? What do you hear? What do you say? I'm here and present. I'm accounted for. I'm accountable. This is not my collector's choice this week, but this is my new scarf. It's Loving a, it. It's a better Loving scarf it. than you have, and you know it. But... Yeah. My collector's choice of the week is a throwback to last week. We got kind of hot last week. I did about Eddie Kingston. So this is the Eddie Kingston new AEW figures. Number does seven. He, does he have two nine, heads? Two heads. Most of them come with two heads these days. Oh, they do. But, they yeah. do. And multiple hands. Multiple, and multi I don't and multiple get hands. hands. But multiple hands. Eddie Kingston is the greatest technical wrestler in AEW named Eddie Kingston. And that's all I'm going to say right there. That's but, the truth right there, brother. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And then we have the ultimate <laughs> warrior. Tom, how you doing this week? I'm doing great. I'm really looking forward to talking about Double or Nothing. I think it's a solid card. It is. It is definitely a solid card. So before we get into Double or Nothing, we had a really good go-home show last night on Dynamite. So you can be WWE if you want to. But what are you popping for this week? Cheats, kick us off. Uh, I always go crazy for the uh, Player Tribune pieces, anything mm -hmm. that has to do with wrestling. So a couple hours ago, Jay Cardell, Cargill dropped her uh, Wrestling Tribune piece. I kind of just walked through her journey in professional wrestling, walked through her life, um, talked about her upbringing, growing up in Florida, having loved basketball, basketball not working out, and ultimately kind of – being a regular human being working a job with a with a partner and a child and then someone said you should be a professional wrestler you should be you look like a superhero and one of her friends just happened to know an ex professional wrestler that ex Hall of Famer that ex professional the rapper strongest man in the world happened to be Mark Henry and getting linked up with Mark Henry Having going through the whole WWE tryout because Mark Henry was at WWE at the time, then meeting Tony Khan and converting over to AEW, and having her first match again. We talk about this with Jade all the time, but to hear her say it in her own words was really exciting. To have her first match ever in front of an audience, be on television, be on a big card, and to be partnered with Shaq. Going against Cody Rose and Red Velvet. That was her debut to AEW and a live audience and really doing work. And she's just kind of gone up from there. It is it is a good good read. Not as strong as Eddie Kingston's. Eddie Kingston's might be one of the best player tribunes ever. 
but mm-hmm. a very, very good read. And it also gives you some insight into who Jade, Jade is. It's a good piece. And that's what I was talking about this week. Am I correct that Jade's partner is a former MLB player or a current MLB player? Okay. Um, I also I want to give a special shout out during Jade's piece. She mentioned the impact that China had on her uh, during her years coming up as like a bigger girl, as a taller, muscular woman. Um, and I think that anytime we get a chance to pause and respect and love on China for the work that she put into the world while she was with us um, is a glorious thing. So shout out to Jade, shout out to China. Um, and that's a pretty good pop for the week. I'm not even going to lie, Cheats. That was a good one. All right, Tom, what you got? What got you excited this week about pro wrestling? Real quick about it. I, I liked the uh, Players Tribune article. I, one thing that jumped out at me about it was the very specific question that Mark Henry asked her, can you do a handstand for 10 seconds? 10 seconds. And she's like, yeah. He's like, oh, you'll be fine. I just, I thought that was really interesting. That's such a, that's such a specific thing that to, to correlate Mark, to. Mark Henry's and, never done a t- handstand. And I was going to say, and Tom, that's exact question. But I realized I will never be a professional wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, nope. Uh, I really, really was intrigued by Hangman Page's promo last night with CM Punk. And I think what what I really liked about it was it went in a direction that was a little bit new, but also, and we can talk about this more when we talk about the pay-per-view, but sort of opened up a new avenue of possibilities for where this story might go. And I think it could, all of a sudden, like I was kind of, I was looking forward to the match because I think they'll obviously put on a good match. I was lukewarm on the story because it's sort of a face versus face kind of feud. And it's like, mm, I, I don't know. But after last night, I'm now I'm, I'm really interested to see where they go with it. So that's what I'm popping for this week. Um, So two things on that pop. First off, um, just all the love and respect for every wrestler that went out there last night um, in the wake of another senseless tragedy uh, in our country. Um, but in particular, uh, CM Punk posted and then deleted something he tweeted and deleted early in the morning, just, you know, being like, you, what am I supposed to do? Just go out here and wrestle. Like when all these terrible things are happening, um, he admitted it was a bit of a nihilistic stance. Um, but then also to think about Hangman who was prior to his wrestling career. And when he was starting as a wrestler, um, was a public school teacher. Um, so just big ups on them for being able to get out there, uh, to do the work, cut the promo. Um, wrestling is escapism for a lot of people. Um, and these days we have more and more to escape. So huge love and respect to everybody that went out there last night. Um, but especially those two having to do like a long talking segment when maybe your heart's not in it. Um, big props on them for that. Second thing, I've been saying punk was going to turn heel since he came back. And I believe you guys will all say, Megan, you were right, because I think I'm right, and I think Punk's about to turn. I went back and looked at his um, Ring of Honor, like the the old man in the snake story, um, when he first got that belt, and just like how disrespectful, and like he kind of just shitted on everybody in <laughs> Ring of Honor at the time. And um, I think that's what we're looking at, and I, I really liked the, the subtle, I don't, again, I would have loved more storyline out of this. I just feel like Originally going in, it was like he wants the belt because he wants it. And like there was no more story to it than that. But I think uh, Hangman really teased something out last night um, that we may get to see a 
heel run from Punk and AEW, which we all know as a heel, he is top notch. All right, Elliot, you tell me, what are you popping for this week? Well, I got to tell you, and you mentioned it, it's hard to pop for a lot of things this week. This has been a very trying week. I'm really popping for the fact that May is almost over. We've had illnesses in our house and injuries, and we've had just tragedy. So, and Punk didn't have a great tweet. He's he's really who I'm popping for this week. Not only that tweet, which I'd like to just read real quick because I have it right here, but also the, also the shirts he was wearing this week uh, and last week, which were top-notch, and that's what I love about him. He definitely is the voice of the voiceless, no doubt about it. Let me read what he wrote and then deleted what you referenced, Megan. Yeah. Feels pointless waking up today and just going about business as usual. Feels empty. I just feel so nihilistic. Let's go to let's go to a pro wrestling show when babies are murdered in schools every day. I don't have kids and I feel lost. Everyone in government is complicit. I keep deleting this. And he did go on to delete that, but that message is spot on. When I read it, I knew like, ooh, I'm popping for that because I'm right there with him, as a lot of us are. But we cling to our loved ones in times like this and you guys fit that bill you are my loved ones so we're going to get into some wrestling this week that's what i'm talking for cm punk all the way and eddie CM punk so i love when people troll him try to troll him on twitter over his hot take um, <laughs> he was deep in the heart of texas with the uh pro-choice shirt on and somebody was like keep politics out of pro wrestling. And he was like, I'll keep politics out of pro wrestling when you keep it out of my wife's vagina. And I was like, yes, CM Punk for the win. He is always, uh, it just, I feel like, well, I don't know. Hangman told us different, but um, he's always seems to be on the forefront of progressive issues and, and speak towards progressive issues. So we'll see. Maybe Hangman will reveal that he's like really sh- terrible to people backstage or you know we'll, well, we'll I, find out I down do, the line what i do think i do think they're going to put the strap on him sunday and he will turn heel i agree with you megan and i'll be interested to see really where that character develops does he blame the fans for alienating him or giving up on him did the chance eventually dry up and he was expecting it so i think he can go a number of ways but yeah i'm popping for the beginning of the reign of cm punk as AEW world champion Summer of Punk 2.0. Here we go. Okay, so Megan, um, Megan, Megan, before we go too much further, we are joined by a friend. Let's bring (gasps) him in from the mixed tag show. Blue, welcome back to Wrestling. What's going on, guys? What's up? Sorry, I'm late. Oh, no, you're all good. We're still talking about what we're popping for, Blue. So, like, what what got you popping this week? What what got you going in pro wrestling? I know there's a lot to look forward to with Double or Nothing, but what over the week so far has got you? I think what over the week that got me was most likely the Samoa Joe and and Kyle O'Reilly match. I don't know if that was mentioned before. No, you're the first one to mention that. (laughs) Uh, just how Kyle O'Reilly continues to oppress everybody on his like singles run type situation, and him and Samoa Joe having a great match. Remember, Samoa Joe is a person that you know they try to regulate to just being a coach. He still shows you every time he steps in the ring that he has a lot of left in the tank. Um, so it's very interesting to see how he's handling everything, carrying that ROH Pure Championship. Am I, no, not the Pure Championship. The he's TV carrying championship. the to TV Championship. Sorry about that. Um, and I just like to see them two go at it again in the future. Why am I glitching? Am I in the Matrix? Like, you, 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 <laughs> are, you are in the Matrix. 
Um, that was an amazing match. And Kyle O'Reilly, God love him. I did not like him at first. I didn't get it. And the more I see of him, not only on the product, but also on like BTE and interviews, him and Bobby Fish have grown on me so much. <laughs> I just love them yeah. now. <laughs> Um, okay, so my pop, I went last because I knew nobody else was going to take it because this is a deep cut. But if you haven't started already, you should start watching Hey EW with RJ City. Um, awesome. It comes on every Sunday morning. It's little short segments, 10 yep. to 15 minutes, sometimes shorter, um, with AEW superstars. RJ City is a comedian, um, just all around adorable human. Um, and he had Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs on this week. And I just like, if you're listening to this later, pause here, go watch that, and then just come back. Cause like it'll just, it'll, it'll brighten your spirit. Those two, I think I've always said, I think Starks is a star and will be a star, but um, seeing him and Hobbs just in that element of being able to kind of goof around with their characters and stuff. It was an amazing episode. Shout out to RJ city. Shout out to, Hey, EW. Um, I'm, I'm always down for more content in the street from AEW and RJ city does a great job of that. Okay. You guys know, so, I'm sorry. Quick oh, question. Go ahead. No, go ahead. If you're gonna big up you our guys, city, I'm with it. <laughs> it's kind of a piggyback off of like their outside content. Do you guys know when the karaoke uh carpool carpool karaoke is supposed to drop on Apple TV? I am not sure. I know there was a bar rescue that dropped this week with Britt Baker and uh Adam Cole. And then we have Carpool Karaoke coming up. And then on the next season of Floor is Lava, which is dropping soon on Netflix, we have the best friends. Uh, participating wow. in that. So it's just good to see AEW people out and about engaging with the rest of the media world. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's where WWE has the next level on everybody. And so our folks are out there and I love it. That's okay. how you find new fans. Right. right. They'll see you there and be like, oh, this person's funny. Let me check them out. It's a move. Exactly. Okay. AEW has stars too. We do. I love them. I love them so much. And I'm so glad that this week is all about AEW because it is the third annual Double or Nothing. Shout out to the first annual Double or Nothing. I have my, my first stadium stampede shirt on. I get one for my husband every single year. So this year, I guess it's going to have to be like, what is it? It's like anarchy in the arena. I don't know what it's going to be called this year, um, but I'm looking forward to it. So let's break down this card. Um, we're going to go through the matches, match by match. I want predictions. I want hot takes. Tell me what you think, how you feel, if you're excited for it. Let's start with the buy-in. We have Hookhausen, which is the newly formed team of Hook and Danhausen, which do the curse. There we go. Elliot was cursing us earlier, Blue, so you, I, I feel double cursed <laughs> now. Um, so we have Hookhausen versus Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. I don't know if you guys saw the workout compilation video that dropped <laughs> of them getting ready, but God bless no. them. Give me them hot I'll takes. Who do you think's going to win? Okay. And how do you feel about this match? I know it's on the buy-in. It might feel like a comedy segment. It let is me, a comedy segment. Yeah, it is a comedy segment. Dan Housen and Hook are like two of the five most over people in the company right now. Mm -hmm. So this is to feature both of them. And Sterling is great too. And this is going to be funny. I I hope this ends with, it will end with Hook Housen going over, of course. I'll be curious to see then if they have Hook Housen 
lay out Dan Housen immediately, or I'd prefer them actually do a tag for a couple of weeks, actually get a tag team title shot. Dan Housen costs them it, and then Hook might uh, then turn on him. It'd be hard to move him as a heel right now because he is really so hot and so beloved, but smoking. That's probably maybe where they ought to try and, you know, decimating your new friend Danhausen is a way to get it started. But I think the crowd's going to love it either way. But yeah, it's for them. Hookhausen goes over. Anybody else have any opposite takes? Does anybody think Smart Mark Sterling is going to be the breakout <laughs> superstar of Double or Nothing? The only thing I'll say, just to kind of uh, piggyback off of that point, you know, I'm a big Danhausen fan. Hook is great. I, I the only thing I worry about is I get that they're doing this to um, listen to the fans, but I wonder if at a certain if this goes on too long, is it going to hold Hook back? Because Hook is red hot, and do you are you restricting him by keeping him in this situation? I think it'll be fun for one night and maybe for a few weeks, like Elliot said. Beyond that, you have to kind of look at the big picture and and let Hook you know spread his wings, so to speak. Uh, I, I, I wanted okay. to, I found it. I was uh, finding it interesting. Like, is like first of all, the best friends group. It seems like they just like came apart. Like, there's nobody in the best friends anymore except for. Uh, Do you watch BTE? No, I, I, I watch it like here and there, here and there. Why? Okay, Can so there's this something? thing going on with Chucky e. T. You know how they have the best friend shirt with everybody across it. Right. He's been cutting people out as they stop hanging with the See? crew. So first he cut out Yuta, <laughs> then he cut out left. Trent. <laughs> so it's just like him and Britt now. Um, I don't know, man. I feel bad for the best yeah. friends because I love me some sexy yeah. Chucky e. T. The only people left are the best friends is Chucky e. T and his mom at this point. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else. But OC is hurt, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. But that's why I say uh housing, like it seems like he's had I was like it'd be interesting if he joined Team Taz. Is that the is that the route they're gonna go? Like, hey, are you gonna be part of Team Taz now? And you know, when you look at it, everybody else is busy doing their own thing. Like nobody's really like focused on best friends or team Taz. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to see that kind of aspect as well when it all comes down to it. Like I, that's what I'm looking at. Like, yo, he might as well just join Team Taz and make them relevant again. Dan Housen's gonna <laughs> Dan Housen's gonna kind of parentally float around through different feuds. He's gonna appear and reappear yeah. and insert himself in and out over the you know over several feuds. Yeah, the only thing I'll say about this is I, I, I'm on the counter belief. I think uh, Nice and Sterling win. Uh, they, I I test you. I think they do something to win. Dan Housen probably takes the pin. Hook looks great, but I think they do keep this going for a few weeks. I think um, they want. I think they have to make. Tony Nice, they they want to make Tony Nice a thing. I think putting him with Mark Sterling is is a great idea. Having Tony Nice run over Danhausen in two seconds in his in his first match was 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 perfect. You bring Hook in, they 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 feud. I think it becomes a real feud for a little bit, and ultimately, I think this is just the beginning of that. And I think ultimately we see more of Hookhausen against Tony Nice. Mark Sterling and that 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 carries on. I'm gonna just let that poor opinion go because I don't think there's any way they do not put over Hookhausen. And honestly, I'm ready to see Danhausen Red Bull. Like I was so excited for his debut, and then for it to be, um, you know, just a 
a quick squash match. I don't know. I'm ready to see uh, Danhausen get his get his wrestling on in the big ring. But okay. nobody, nobody sees Tony Nese as an asset. Like that's my thing. I think they've got. Oh no, 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 definitely. I think but they got to make Tony Nese the thing. But that's why you have Mark Sterling there to take the pin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I don't love Tony Nese. I think he's okay, but I mean, I think he is very much. Um, he wrestles in the same style, I think, as like Pac and a lot of other like you know beefy, compact guys that they have. Um, he hasn't shown me anything super great yet. I'm not. I'm not over with him. He hasn't got over with me. Um, him with Mark Sterling is interesting, but I mean, Mark Sterling is carrying that promo work in my opinion. Yeah. So Hookhausen for the win. And I think that was the majority of people saying that Hookhausen was going over. So as a yeah, collective. I think, I'm the, I think I'm the only one. That said the other one. You are. So as a collective, we've got our money on Hookhausen. They're in Vegas. I don't know how people bet on. on I'm not going to break K-Fabe. Right? I don't know how yeah. people bet on pro yeah. wrestling. They've got all the odds. They've got all the odds. They can do it. I don't know. Okay, so moving on, we then have the culmination of what has been a a long burn feud, I think, for for a while, and hopefully the end of this feud. We have House of Black versus Death Triangle. Who do you guys have? (laughs) What are your thoughts? Why do you why do you want this to end? Why why are you over? I'm just like I'm. I'm I'm over this particular feud. Like I really want to see House of Black be maybe a little more serious. I I don't know. I I love the feud. I think it's going to be a great match. I I I want it to keep going because I really do like it. I think they are perfect opponents for each other. So I actually have no clue who's going to win this particular match at Double or Nothing. Probably House of Black. Probably House of Black because they keep disrespecting my my, my Lucha Bros, even though they're the greatest tag team in AEW. Um, but uh, but yeah, House of Black probably goes over. I, I love big things. Maybe Julia Hart finally comes around. Maybe like, Thank you. but 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 I I love this. I love this trio situation, and I I just think they're gonna be great matches. Well, there's going to be trios belts pretty soon, so these yeah. guys will yeah. cross paths again. Yep. And I think House of Black should go over uh, because they are sort of probably hotter and can do more overall going forward. Even though, even though there are other there, there are lots of feuds to have because the talent roster is so stacked. House of Black just has a little bit more ability to draw. I think right now, um, now that's because Ray Phoenix was on the shelf for months. Right. Like, well, there. I don't want to see them lose any TV time, but I think this will be the blow off and they, they move on somewhere else, but they will come around again because this trio titles will be defended every week. Yeah. In the media scrum today, I believe Tony said that the trios belts are happening and he teased perhaps additional belts. So people are saying maybe there, there might be like a woman's tag belt coming soon. I don't know. I do think for a trios belt, this feud makes sense. Um, and even what we're, we're seeing being built with like Blackpool Combat Club. Um, but until we have those straps to go after, I have had quite enough of House of Black <laughs> versus Death Triangle. Um, I want to see them doing something else. Both of them. I love yeah. both of these. Um, yeah. So, Blue, who do you got for that? House of Black or Death Triangle? 
I have House of Black because if I'm not mistaken, House of Black is already taking the L like in the in the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks. I just don't want to see like a continuous situation where House of Black continues to lose a lot. Um, so I prefer them to, to hold this W. And like like somebody said, uh, hopefully uh, Julia Hart comes around and becomes Julia Blackheart. <laughs> and, oh, I like uh, it. I like uh, it. I like that. Because <laughs> it's, it's about time. I think like you can't keep fighting that off. It has been a long term storytelling in her yeah. sense. So time to pull the trigger. Tom, who you got? House of Black. And this is maybe wish casting a little bit, but I am ready for them to pay off the Julia Hart thing. I think this is the way you do it. That, this that this I'm, is. I'm with. Yep. Yeah. This is the way you do it, and this that can be the deciding factor in the match, and everybody you know looks good. So. Okay, so we officially have House of Black going over with potentially Put some respect on Ray Phoenix's name. Okay, so I mean he's he's no Eddie Kingston in the ring. But... He's, no, he's, he's no wrestling Eddie Kingston, but Ray <laughs> so Phoenix... we had a whole thing go down about Eddie Kingston last week. We love him, he's, and he's that's no... the thing that's happening. But there's there's some there's some Eddie Kingston disrespect happening on wrestling chat with friends. Yeah, if you can believe it. What's happening? What, what's the what's the discord? So we all went and saw him at Capitol Collision. Go. I know. Let's just rehash this him, whole thing. <laughs> seeing him live for me, I love Eddie Kingston. I think he's one of the best things going in pro wrestling right now. But he very much has the character of like an eight year old getting into a fight. Like he's just like, Rah! like I'm gonna pump my fist and the crowd's gonna cheer me on and I've got a magic back fist. Um so last week there was a, there was a little kerfuffle over Eddie Kingston, and now there's jokes being made at his expense, which I hate. I love him. He's the king. <laughs> Agreed. Megan and I were on the same team about that versus these two. I mean, he's he's amazingly good at being a pro wrestler. We're he just is gonna as, he is that. as great as he needs to be. <laughs> okay, moving on without disrespecting Eddie Kingston. Okay, so let's move to, ooh, this is a match that I am super excited for and I do feel like is a dream match for people that uh, follow WWE back in the day and are huge AEW fans now. Well, WWF back then, I guess, and are big AEW fans now. We finally have the Hardys going up against the Bucks. Generation versus generation this one's hard to call, guys. Who do you got? Blue, let's start with you. Uh, I think it's, it's got to be the Young Bucks. Um, you can't, you can't, you, you got to go with the Young Bucks on this one. They've, they've been on a loser streak as well. Let's, let's be honest. They haven't been doing very well in the tag team division ever since uh, Red Dragon and trying to figure out this whole, uh, what is it, the Undisputed Elite situation. Um, so when it comes down to this, the Hardys, they got to do it on TV at least. We've seen them a few times, you know, of course. But on, on pay-per-view live TV, we we have to see, unless they're going to run it back and give us a ladder match, then I'm okay with, you know, the Hardys winning. But <laughs> in the long run, I think it's time for, uh, for the Young Bucks to take the crown as best tag team in the world after, you know, the best tag team in the world. Hmm. <laughs> um. I'm on the fence with this. I think that the Hardys could win and it could be like the push down that the Young Bucks need to turn away from Red Dragon and come back to the face side. Um, they have definitely been been working that dirty heel heat for a while now. Um, and I kind of miss them as big baby faces. But I also do know that 
I don't know. It's, I'm on. I'm really on the fence because they could. I mean, they're EVPs. They can book the match any way they want to, <laughs> um, and they do. They have been on a bit of a, a losing streak. Huh. I'm gonna say Hardy's just to be contentious. Good for you, Megan. I like <laughs> Elliot, that. Elliot, what do you got? I uh, agree with Blue on a lot of reasons. I didn't really follow the Bucks when they were super over, like in Japan, and I guess in where Ring of Honor. So yeah. they're really good heels, and I because. I do not like them. I, I really don't. But I think they will go over. Um, I'm sure it's part. I know it's part of their routine of their act, but not really. They have enormous egos, and I don't like that character coming out of them. I like that character and a lot of guys, but just something about those two brothers. It remind it reminds me of like the anti me and my brother when we were twelve and pretending we were a tag team. So they're really great at being douches. So let them just continue to be douches and be heels and let them just go over and challenge, get in the tag team mix because they are they are incredibly talented. So let them uh, let them go over. The Hardys know what that spot feels like. So it makes sense for them to put them over. Tom, what are your thoughts? Who do you got? What's, which set of brothers will prevail? I, I'm glad that this match is getting a national, you know, this kind of platform, because obviously these yeah. two teams have squared off in the past, but it was a, a much smaller audience, potential audience had, had seen it. I think for the reasons that Elliot and Blue said, it makes more sense for the Bucks to go over especially because at this point, Matt Hardy, who I'm, I'm a big fan of, he's sort of in the kind of the Christian similar or similar role to Christian where he's not really wrestling all the time. He's sort he wrestles occasionally. He's sort of a manager, you know, that kind of thing. So I think logically, unless they are planning on doing an extended program where there's going to be a series of matches and maybe, you know, as blue said, a, a ladder match down the road or something, if this is one and done, the bucks, I think need to go over. Good, good point. I am going to go Hardee's. I'm going to go Hardee's because I actually think that it might be I do think it might be a little bit of what Tom was saying in regards to a possibly one and done match. What does AEW consistently try to do? They've tried to give the people what they want. This match has no real I think significance for the future. I think it's great booking. They're going to put together like a really good match on a pay-per-view card, but I don't know if this has quote unquote feud legs. I don't think it does. And if it doesn't have feud legs, give the people what they want. It's kind of what AEW does. Hmm, that probably puts Jeff Hardy and, and Matt over the bucks. Again, they can write themselves in and out of stories at their pleasure, at their will. They can figure out another angle moving forward, but if, if the feud continues, I, I actually think if the feud continues, the Bucks beat them up, beat them up bad, and then have them come back in a couple – like, that mm. might start a feud. But if it's mm -hmm. a one-and-done, give the people what they want. I think because of the status of Matt and Jeff both, I think it's going to be more of a one-and-done, and I think they give the people what they want. Hardy's on top. Interesting. Well, um, in my math, my vote counts twice. So <laughs> – I said Hardee's. Chief said be, Hardee's. We should be keeping so track. We should start I keeping am keeping track so we can tweet these out and then later see whether or not we were correct. All right, so, so we're going to go a 50-50 split on this. Um, 
just to reiterate, I think that the Hardys have said they want to retire together. Um, they want, you know, one last run as the Hardys. And I think um, they've had a good chance to do that so far. And uh, to a couple of people's points, like Matt really isn't in the ring that much anymore. Um, so I think them winning this and having, you know, kind of a big send off uh, for the Hardys, whether that be now or the Bucks going over and then them beating the Bucks down the road, we shall see. But for the official Wrestling Chat with Friends prediction, we're going to go split split decision on this one, guys. All okay. Right. We should start keeping, like, we should keep the indie individual tracks and then hold them accountable in the future. So this is what we'll I think that is super accurate and I haven't kept those notes so far. So I have, yeah, I, have. I, can, I, can, I can go back and listen. Well, yeah, I was going to say there is a recording of this. We'll be able to <laughs> We could just go back and listen or watch it again. Solid point, Tom. Okay, um, so let's move along. We also, we've got some championships on. I'm going to hold the championships. I think those are probably the biggest ones. So, uh, and the Owen. So let's go ahead to a uh, match that I think we have all seen coming. If you saw that man standing on top of the cage on Wednesday, you know a star has been born and is about to be pushed to the moon. MJF versus Wardlow. Who you got? And tell me why it's Wardlow. <laughs> Who's to take it? I'll take ah. it. I'll take it first. No, go ahead, Blue. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, because Wardlow is like completely over. Like, this is this is it. I mean, if MJF is ever going to lose one, it has to be this one because this is what's been building for like over a year now. I think, like, again, long term storytelling. Uh, we've seen Wardlow get tired and tired and tired, and everything he has got to, gone through just to get his hands on MJF at this point. Uh, it makes if you book it any other way, I, I'd be surprised. Um, but I do see Wardlow going through this and head straight for the TNT title, and the MJF could kind of wear off, veer off, and go towards the AEW title um, just to get his shot as well. But yeah, I definitely see Wardlow going over on this one. Hard agree. All right, uh, Elliot, you're about to go. Jump in. Tell me. Yeah, I think if you're going to have a clean finish, then it'd be Wardlow going over as opposed to a clean finish MGF pinning him. I don't think that's going to happen because of their trajectory where they're both going right now. I would personally like to see it end in a dusty finish and have maybe something else happen. That doesn't make as much sense, but I think they're both fine right now. They're both so good and so over that they're both potentially the two top stars a year from now going at it. So it really doesn't matter what you do. You can't really screw it up. Um, so if someone's going to have a, if there's going to be a finish, it will be Wardlow. Okay. So keeping it kayfabe, like if Wardlow loses, he can't have an AEW contract. So I think like we have to see Wardlow go over. Plus people just love him. Put him over, yeah. let him sign his contract immediately and then drop whatever his new song is going to be. Um, people are really hoping they can license the, what is it? It's War Pig song. Um, oh, by Black Sabbath. Sure. Yes. So, I mean, whatever, whatever his track is, he's been without music for weeks and weeks and weeks. So let him go over, sign the contract, drop that new Wardlow theme. And uh, I don't know, ruckus get busy, make him a good track. Cheats. What do you think? Who do you got? MJF or Wardlow? Elliot, I'm ashamed of you. With the MJF scarf <laughs> With on, the too, MJF right? MJF scarf. 
going against <laughs> the biggest heel in the industry with the most heat, who was going to find a way, and it is not going to be a clean finish. Nobody expects it to be a clean finish. I don't. <laughs> they're going to find a way to put MJF over Wardlow, have all the people in the arena go crazy, and have Ward, uh, MJF leave that ring saying, I'm the best thing in the world, you all suck, and I'm probably leaving for WWE anyway. <laughs> He's just going to say all of that at the end of the match. MJF, ring it up. He does he'll, not lose. He keeps it going, and he'll just continue to be the best heel in the industry. I have my I mean, prediction. I, I like. I love that prediction. I do cheats, and there's a big part of me that wants it to happen. I predict maybe that will happen a year from now when Wardlow defeats MJF for the AEW World Title. At, there you and go. then he says, "I'm off to WWF." Uh, e. Yeah, I like that though. I like where your heads up. Uh, Tom. I think MJF goes over. I, if we look Thank at the, you, the the history of kind of how they have booked him, it has been he is the dastardly heel who puts the face through all these hoops to get to him, and then he beats them. And I think we're going to, the only thing that gives me pause is the stipulation about the contract, but there's a million ways you can there's write, a million write ways around that. I think he's going to win. And I think it's going to be very similar to what Cheatham said, where it's like, everybody is really, more though is really over the, the segment in terms of the crowd reaction was probably the biggest reaction last night. Everybody <laughs> wants him to win. And right when he's about to finally do it, it gets yanked away. Yes. MJF every every heat gets yeah. every heel gets That's great pinned. wrestling. Every That's heel great has gotten pinned. Every heel has gotten pinned. I honestly, to be a hundred percent honest, I now that you guys have said it, I'm still Team Wardlow, and I think Wardlow's oh, gonna win. I think I he like, has I to. Like but now that you've said it. There is not like he would have nuclear heat if he took Wardlow off TV right now. Yeah. Like there would be massive <laughs> heat on MJF for being the one that's taking away uh, Wardlow me, from the people. And let's be clear, they're not going to take Wardlow off TV. They're, they're not, not. They're not going to not give him No, no, no. I'm saying he's going to get to whatever the whatever that last leg is, and he's gonna win. It's going to be Ric Flair all over again. And then, you know, they're going to figure out a way to bring him back next week and say how he cheated and all that. But MGF, biggest, I, I think the most heat of the night is when he goes over over Wardlow. Okay. So, again, we're, we got a split decision. I think everybody's agreeing that there might be some kind of dusty finish. We yeah, shall see. Bit. All right, so um, let's go on to the Owen. We know who our finalists are for the Men's Cup. We have Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe. We are still unsure until Rampage airs tomorrow. Or is it live tomorrow? It should be, right? It's like Double or Nothing weekend. It's live. It's live. Yeah, so until tomorrow, we don't know our women's side, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So Men's Owen Hart Cup Finals, we have Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe. Who you got? I'll go first because I'll be I'll be quick. Jay Lethal and the crew ruins it for Samoa Joe. Adam Cole goes over. Agreed. 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 
Damn, are y'all just gonna? I don't know. <laughs> which is which is a shame because honestly, from an in ring standpoint, if it weren't for the that angle playing out, I this might be the match I look I look forward to the most. I would love to see those two. Oh, they're gonna give too. us a show. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I agree. Um, however, I just for the spirit of the Owen Cup and it being the first one, I I would like to see Samoa Joe get it. Um, I think Adam Cole Clean is win. kind of a turd. Uh, but yeah, clean win. Like, I don't want to see any like shenanigans. Um, are you picking him? Are you picking him, Megan? I think I am. I think I'm picking Joe. Good for you. I like that. I'll take it. I'll take that one for Joe. Just because like, I don't know. It makes the most sense for if Adam Cole and Britt Baker take it, they can like go on the road together and do like Owen Hart foundation events and stuff. It makes sense. They're already together. They're a couple. I just, I don't want to see it on Adam Cole. He's such a turd. He is such a turd. Wow. And the memory of Owen Hart is one that is beloved. He is, I mean, he was healing during his run. Let's let's give him that. But his memory is beloved. He is is honored. Almost probably the highest of, of all of our past wrestlers. Maybe uh, only surpassed by the shimmy shimmy shake, Eddie. Uh, but I I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like Adam Cole is way too swarmy. Swarmy is the word. He's too swarmy to have this title. <laughs> That's my opinion. Okay, so all of you guys said Adam Cole. I said Samoa Joe. Matt, moving on. Definitely some sort of interference, whether it be from the undisputed elite, whether I mean Jay Lethal, you know they're gonna be in there somewhere. Um We'll see. Another dusty finish. I hope this is not an entire card of dusty finishes, though. Let me put that out there. Um, oh, I can't believe I forgot. Let me. We're going to do the rest of the O, oh, and then we'll go to that. Uh, Britt Baker, DMD, is on the, the finals for the Women's Owens Cup. We know that for sure. Um, tomorrow night, we will find out whether she faces Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander. So this is a two-part question. A, who is going to the finals? B, who do you think ultimately wins? I'll go first. I'm going to say Ruby Soho. And again, just because she's swarmy, I hope that Ruby goes over Britt Baker. <laughs> yeah, I think when we talked about the first time we talked about this bracket a couple of weeks ago, I think I think I said uh, I figured Ruby Soho would win the whole thing. I'll stick with that. Well, Ru Ruby and Chris Statlander are like two of my three favorite female wrestlers on that roster. I really like both of them. So I do not... I'm indifferent as to who I think could go to them. I don't think they'll give it to Statlander, but I think she's close to being ready. Ruby's like been been in professional wrestling for a, a, a while. She's not new by any means. Um, she's earned it. She's good enough. She can win it. And I, if she does beat Statlander, I think she does uh, go over Britt Baker. But I I really like Chris Statlander. If she won, maybe that's a path for Britt to win. But I hope not, but I don't think they're going to give it to Chris Statlander, so that's why I think, yeah, Ruby's going to win. The the only thing that I hadn't considered the point that Megan brought up, which is the Adam Cole and Britt both winning and sort of doing something with that, I hadn't thought of that. That's that's the only thing that gives me any sort of reluctance at all, but I, I think it's I think it's Ruby. Uh, I, Statlander isn't even supposed to be there. Remember, oh. she got in she got in as a replacement. Uh, right. I think I think it's Soho all along. And I do think it, it goes back to giving people what they want. Uh, I think Baker's had her kind of moment in the sun for now, and she'll she'll be relegated a bit down the card. And I think that they owe Soho. Like, Soho mm -hmm. has, has since she's 
come in, she hasn't had the she hasn't had the run that I think a lot of people think she deserves. And I think that this can start at least a Ruby Soho run that, that people will respect. Hope so. Lou? Uh, I, I'll go Ruby Soho as well. Um, only for the simple fact that she has faced Britt Baker before. She knows how the, the crew gets down in a sense. So she knows how to kind of avoid them. Um, and also, this will bring on this Jamie Hader versus Britt okay, Baker. Good point, Blue. That, that, I was going to mention that. that. Good, point, good point. Yeah, like that. They, they, they kind of hinted at it during uh, the last match. Well, um, yeah, the last match last night. And then, uh, so I kind of see that happening where Jamie Hader tries to help, even though, you know, Britt says no and then costs her the match and Ruby Soho wins. Um, I feel like it's, it's time for, for Soho. Everybody's in room for Soho. We can't give Britt everything. All right. Like, <laughs> at the yeah, end of the day, she just had a, she had a very long, lengthy title run. She doesn't need this tournament. It's time for a Hader. <laughs> it's time for a Hader. And I think that's um, the point. They've been building up that feud for a bit. That's what I was about to say, too, Sheets. I think, like, that the payoff of Hater turning on Baker, I could see that being some sort of, you know, that plays into the finish, and then we can finally get that feud um, that I think is going to be a good feud for Hater, especially if she's turning proper face and not just, like, half face, because anything against Britt Baker is face. <laughs> Short of slapping someone's mother. Um, so we got Ruby Soho going over stat and then going over Britt Baker for the Owen Hart Cup finals for the women. Is that hey, what everybody Ma decided? Megan, that is what we decided. And Megan, quickly for the group, yes. if Statlander goes over, does that change anyone's – that has to change everybody's vote. Yeah, it gets Britt. I, 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 they better not give to Britt. Britt's had two. If Statlander goes over, Statlander wins the whole thing. I'm with, I'm yeah, with like, that opinion. Too. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I think, yeah, I think uh, if Statlander goes like, over, Statlander wins. You also have to think about the investment they made into Statlander. She done changed her whole look. She done dropped yeah. the best friends. She's been on her own, you know, She's situation. no longer an alien. Right. So I, I, I don't, either way, Britt is losing. They just wanted her there to be there, but she's going in this. Just think about that. She was an alien and now she's not. She's, I think she's still an alien. She's just like a more intense alien. I think she just, I don't know. For, for um, oh, yes. Uh, Layla Hirsch has a ACL tear, just had surgery today. Big love to legit Layla Hirsch. We've been, I've been wondering where she was. I hadn't seen her on even like dark and, and stuff for a while. So big, big ups to her. I hope your ACL gets better. Okay. So what was formerly known as the annual stadium stampede, which will now be malice in the palace, anarchy in the arena. God only knows what it is when you get these two groups of people together. We have Blackpool Combat Club teaming up with, well, just because Wheeler's still in Japan, right? Yeah, he's, he's off um, and holding it down. Yeah, for the best of the super, best of the super dreamers. Let's go, Yuta! But um, okay, so Daniel Bryant and John Moxley teaming up with Eddie Kingston and proud and powerful Santana and Ortiz versus Jericho Appreciation Society and Jericho the Wizard. Who do you think's going over? Who wants this? I'll say, I don't really care who wins i want to be entertained <laughs> i think will be. i think we will yeah. be entertained yeah something tells me What's Jer entertained? 
something telling me Jericho and this could go over. Sure, I'm not sure it really matters, but it probably won't happen. I'm sure. Hopefully, in the end, if you give the crowd what they want to see, Jericho gets his comeuppance, and Blackpool Comedy Club inflict major damage and violence. You're on the Comedy Club. <laughs> Did I really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna come fight you. Don't you? Don't you be coming for crew? That's my new. That's my new T-shirt. That's a new Blackpool Comedy Club. Yeah, uh, Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club. Uh, will hopefully, you know, inflict a lot of violence. It should be fun. But I just, I'll, I just want to be entertained by this. This might be what I'm looking forward to the most on some level because these always have big fun spots and that's what wrestling's about. Yeah, absolutely. And the last, I'm not going to lie. I do not like the wizard. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with him as a personal, as a person, as a character, he's great as a person. I think he's kind of garbage. However, the last two stadium stampedes have been comedy goal and sports entertaining to say the absolute least. So I am looking forward to some shenanigans, um, but ultimately I'm going to go with uh, Blackpool Combat Club, Proud and Powerful, and Eddie as going over. I don't think they can. I don't think they can take the loss to. <laughs> JAS at this point because they're like so silly. He throws fireballs at people. Mox gonna lose to somebody and throws fireballs at people. I don't understand. I don't know if you were listening to commentary, but William Regal was on commentary on uh, Rampage with Chris Jericho last Friday, and Regal was like, "None of these people know you well enough to tell you, Chris Jericho, but you have lost your mind. You run around here throwing fireballs at people." <laughs> he was like, "You're you're out there. I've known you for a long time." And this is hands down the craziest shit you've ever done. So <laughs> I'm going with Sir William Regal and Blackpool Combat Club. Blue, who you got? I got um, Blackpool Combat Club as well. Uh, I mean, Jericho, again, this one of those that Jericho just had enough. Like, you can't keep winning everything. At one point, you got to do the job for somebody. And at this point, Proud and Powerful needs it. Um, yeah. Eddie Kingston has beaten you before, and you didn't give him his proper dues. And in, in terms of uh, Blackpool Combat Club, they're just some badass dudes. Like, they just kick ass, and I just love it. <laughs> and these uh, Jericho Appreciation Society is just like a bunch of jokers. And I didn't really appreciate Chris Jericho calling himself a wizard after putting a fireball in a black man's face. So, <laughs> oh, Can we talk about how every time he calls himself the wizard, my husband leans over to me and says, the imperial wizard, the grand right. wizard. Right. Where exactly. were you on January 6th, Chris Jericho? That's all I want to know. Continue. Where his wife was at. But yeah, um... <laughs> So yes, I, I'm with the uh, the other guys. We call them the other guys. The other guys. <laughs> I'll take any other guys over Jericho Appreciation Society. Right. That's just me. <laughs> All right, Tom, who you got? Are you going to be contrarian and say that uh, Fireballs will win the day? You know, first of all, one of those stadium stampede matches was the one and only highlight of Urban Meyer's entire tenure as the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right, right. He was in the match. He was in the match. Yeah. It was a Jericho match. He was in yeah. the match. Um, in his office. Yeah, yeah they, the, they fought through the office. The only reason that I that I think at all uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society might go over is just from the standpoint of they are a team. And the other group is really two separate kind of entities. But the fact that they already like teased that leads me to believe that they're not gonna do they're not gonna do it, that they are gonna have the the Blackpool yeah. Combat Club and Santana Ortiz and uh our boy Eddie Kingston go over. So I so I agree. I think I think uh there will be a fireball in the match. 
but perhaps it will backfire. I do enjoy Chris Jericho a lot. He's I don't think there's been anybody ever in the history of wrestling. You would. Jericho's going Jericho's going on Fozzy Fozzy tour shortly, so he's not gonna be around for a while. I, I enjoy Chris Jericho as in, as in wrestling. I do too. So I so I think they I think they lose. I think uh, Blackpool and Santana Ortiz and Kingston win. So are we unanimous? Cheats? Did you say Blackpool? Yeah, I mean, Kong? look, if Eddie Kingston's in the match, he's gonna win. So Eddie Kingston, is, <laughs> Eddie Kingston's the greatest technical I, wrestler in ACW in AEW. I, mean, I can't named deny. Eddie I can't deny Eddie Kingston in this in this match. Right? Nope. You know um, what? I'm gonna get Eddie so, to come whoop y'all's ass. Uh, you know Eddie likes to fight. I'm gonna be like, uh, Eddie, bring your Tim's and your most bangingest Tupac mixtape. I got yeah. some people for you to roll yeah, on. I, I, Better I, than I, that, Megan. I hope he had. If he's on cameo, I'm gonna have him cut a promo on cheats. Oh I my like god, rip him up. I, I like okay. Black, I like Blackpool to win. Okay, so we're unanimous. Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, does everyone anticipate being highly entertained? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes? Okay, good. All right, let's go now to our title scene. And I just realized, like, it's not on the card, but I'm going to cover it first because I don't know what they are doing desecrating the title of the late, great Brody Lee, but the TNT, ch- I, Sammy and... Are they are they fighting again? Is that happening? Will we find out tomorrow? Maybe. I don't know. Scorpio and Sammy. It's not on the card. It's not on the card, but they've teased it. I mean, and I think I've heard some dirt sheets mention it. Something's going to happen. I think tonight or tomorrow when they present Scorpio with his new title to maybe add it to the buy-in, something like that, or they'll or they'll just cut a they'll do a vignette or not a vignette but they'll 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 be outside the arena they'll be there doing something they'll cross paths this has been the i think the worst booked thing in AEW of late and it feels like to some extent that they are just keeping the title warm for you know Wardlow or Miro or somebody like that who's going to come and have a a substantial reign because i mean they turned Scorpio Sky face for like a week and then t- and like during the back, I don't, I don't, I didn't get any of that. And I think um, they're just a little bit sort of going week to week and kind of making it up as they go along. So I don't think they, you know, maybe they know now, but I don't think that they had even decided probably as of a, a couple of days ago, like what they were going to do, if anything, with the title on this card. Uh, I, I see uh, Scorpio Sky holding the title for a very long while. Only because they're giving him custom titles. You can't go ahead and spend money on custom titles That's for true. a short reign. That's a good point. Um, and they made a point to destroy one title to bring bring in another. So it, it kind of goes into the situation where every time somebody wins the title, to give them their own design. Like, look what happened with Mero, Brody Lee. Um, the only person that didn't really get a design was Cody and um, this guy right now, Sammy. Sammy. Uh, yeah. yeah. But other than that, when they have a very long lengthy run, they, they give them custom titles. So I can see this going on for a while. For Scorpio Sky, I do see him going completely face after a while. You know them. They like to do long-term storytelling. Maybe he's, you know, bad in the inside of the, in the inner good in himself or some, something like that. <laughs> That's going to come out later on. I wonder, and I just, I'm just sort of thinking stream of consciousness now. I wonder if the, a, the, the TNT title was, uh, the storyline was one of like Cody's things as EVP that he sort of oversaw. Maybe that's what he could have conflicted with Tony on. And because Cody's gone, they haven't sort of 
gotten that together yet and they're sort of making some decisions on the fly. I, Cody had a lot of like passion for that title, even though he was a first holder. So that's just a crazy theory, but like it would track. I think, uh, yeah, you might be right, right about that, especially since like he, if I recall correctly, his contract was up. He still held the title. And so that they probably were, you know, doing stuff on the fly at that point to try to figure out like, where is oh. this going to go? Let's, That's I mean, Sammy go, like, well, I was going to say, if we're going to go like historical context, I think AEW made a strategic mistake at the very beginning when it was like Cody couldn't challenge. Remember, if Cody won or lost one particular match, he mm-hmm. couldn't challenge for the heavyweight, he couldn't challenge for the AEW championship ever again. Yeah. Yep. So they did that. He loses the match. I think in retrospect, they were like, that was a mistake. They put the, they they create a title right and and Cody's holding this title and I mean they were gonna create secondary titles anyway. Here's what I think though. I think that Scorpio Sky does go complete face and I think he goes in a rivalry against Ethan Page, the other yeah. team member. Sure. And they they have that run for a bit and I think that's gonna be uh I think that's a good feud. I think Ethan Page is is. We talk about him on the show in the past. I think he's got a lot of talent, got a lot of charisma, a lot of heel heat, and I think they move Sky away from Dan Lambert. They keep Ethan Page, American Top Team together. They've still got to work on the Page Van Sant thing. So I think I think they're invested in American Top Team and Dan Lambert more than probably we want them to be. So I do think that that's, I think this kind of goes on for a while. I don't think it's, it, it still meanders, right? Tom, Tom, TG's right about that part, but I, I think Ethan Page and Scorpio Skies, who we see moving forward. I think that I we know. eventually definitely have that story coming. I think uh, Scorp and Ethan Page would be something captivating, would be something I would watch. At this point, like Sammy was already on super thin ice with me. And then he had the nerve to take a sledgehammer to Mr. Brody Lee's belt. I know it's not his belt. I know it's a different belt, but it is still the TNT championship. I at this point, Sammy's got go away heat for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry. Isn't Paige supposed to be facing um, Tay Conte tomorrow on um, Double Nothing as well, or did they scrap? They were, but it was supposed to be the mixed tag. Um, but Paige Van Sant. It was a tweet I saw recently where she like admitted that she wasn't ready to go in the ring. Like she didn't feel comfortable with her, you know, wrestling ability at this point. Um, and so they're putting that. that on the back burner. But I, I think that. that's smart. I do think that that may be what like run like down messed here. up right. that feud, though, <laughs> right? Because they were ready to bring in Paige Van Sant and Scorpio versus Sammy and Ty, and like. If she can't go, I mean, they brought her out a couple of times, and even her like brawler segments were kind of rough. Well, that's so what I was going to say. She she couldn't even throw a working punch. I mean, it was. Yeah. Can I say too? I, I I mean, I don't know much about uh, Paige's background outside of the M- MMA, but, and and I know she's had. A I've lot done of, some research. Yeah, I know she's had a lot of <laughs> challenges uh, in regards to just like upbringing, life. You know, I think she's a survivor. Of, of certain uh, you know assault and things like that however she is also really really outspoken in the sense of maybe even more than a ronda rousey who ronda will every once in a while t- tweet like this is all you know entertainment f this crowd type thing Paige is is really much cut from that cloth and 
if it is indeed she's not ready and she said she's not ready, that's great. I, it could have gone really left if she wasn't ready, felt she wasn't ready, and they put her out there. Because I could easily see her being removed from the company for being like, these are all the things that they did wrong, and I hate them all. Yeah. We'll see what happens on that. Again, go away heat for me, so go away. <laughs> Scorp takes it. Did we all say Scorp takes it? Yeah, if there's a match, it's Scorpio Sky. Okay, moving on to things we like more. The AEW TBS Championship. We have Jade versus Anna. Feels like a very last-minute thrown-together match. I think we all know who's title? going over on this one. Squash. 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 Yeah. 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 Not a squash, but Jade goes over. Let's let's go ahead. We're gonna make that a double prediction. So we're saying Jade is going over, and it's a squash match. Yes, yeah, I mean relatively speaking. I mean Anna's gonna look better than like Anna's gonna look good. I think Jade was in a match recently where Anna was the last person to challenge for it, wasn't she? And she got her. She did not fare well. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. There's <laughs> a moment. There's a moment where the commentators are going to go, Excalibur or Jim Ross is going to say, Jade is Jade is in trouble. Some sort of like Jade may have underestimated yeah. Anna Jay. Yeah. What was Jade's be... last match? I think Jade's last match, she had gotten some, you know, she what got made knocked it, down. Made or something. 30, um, something that made it 30. No, it was. Um... Was old girl that, that rocks with Rhonda. I forgot her name. Maria for Sharif or Maria? Maria yeah, Shafir. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. how do you forget where Jay's there? Maria Shafir or whatever her last name. That was a good match in the sense of like. The match. Yeah, there was some challenge there to Jade's superiority. I think Anna does some things, but ultimately she goes down and she should. There should be no reason you lift the belt off Jade right now. None. Not at all. Agreed. So are we unanimous, Jade? Yes. Yes, hold on. We've got a uh, permission to ask a question from... Jump in, Fluffy. fluffy question. Depends on what the question is, is whether I'll show it or not. But yeah, sure. I guess that's right. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about this. But please ask your question. All right, keep going. Okay, well, we're going to keep going. And yeah. if they ask their question, they can they can ask. Um, so, all right, moving moving along with the championships. We got an amazing preview of this match last night in which my man Starkman Jones looked real hot during those commercial segments. I know he didn't get a lot of hot time on TV, but if you were watching the picture on picture, uh, Stark looked real hot. I think, okay, I'm going to read it out first and then I'm going to tell you what I think, but you already know what I think. So Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, the current champions versus Team Taz of Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Will Hobbs versus the Three three team match versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. I'm going Team Taz. I'm a Starks mark. I think it is time for Hobbs and Starks to collect those belts. Anybody else? No, well, I'll, I'll jump in. I mean, I th this one is, I think, one of the tougher ones to to pick the outcome. Other than I'm confident. That Jungle Boy and uh, oh, the Jurassic Express will not retain the titles, but I'm not quite sure who's gonna who's gonna take the titles. Um, I was thinking it was gonna be Keith Lee and Swerve, but I I'm on the fence about this one. They went over last night. 
So yeah, I think it's going to be team Tom's. But I mean, you're free to have your own opinion. You're free to be wrong. Right? The, only thing, well, the, only thing, the only thing that's weird about that is that, that as long as you have the FTW title as an unofficial title, it's, I don't, I don't know. One of the things about AEW big picture is it's so tough. We talk about this all the time. It's so that the talent that they have, it's so tough to keep all those plates spinning. And I just wonder if you bring in Keith Lee, you bring in Swerve, they are sort of a makeshift tag team. But if you, if they're the champions, then all of a sudden like that, those two plates, so to speak, are, good to go for the foreseeable future. So that, so that was what I was thinking, but I, I could be talked out of that. I think whoever goes over, I want Blue to jump in next, but I think whoever goes over, Keithley and Swerve and Hobbs and Starks are going to be in a program for a while now. Whoever wins, the other one's going to be coming back. I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that combination just because it's been such a good rating straw uh, for particularly they've been getting a lot of ratings on Rampage uh, for that combination of teams. Blue, who you got? I got uh, Swerve in the glory. Uh, you know, because right now they got their they got their team team moves together. They got their brand new shirts. Whenever you come out a brand new shirt, I expect you to be together mm-hmm. for a little while. And they put money behind you. Um, team Taz, I think. Do they Team Taz even have a shirt as a, as a collective? I mean, they got they, they got really they great shirts did of their own. But yeah, I think uh, Swerve and Lee definitely have some good chemistry in the ring, and I think that it's going to lead to more into their program with. You know, uh, Team Taz in a sense because Jungle Boy and them they're gonna have to deal with Christian because Christian is about to drop them after they lose these titles or you know whatever that what's gonna happen on that end. So this is just the break off for them. So I just think this is just moving two storylines in different directions, and it's 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 gonna be interesting to see. Hard agree on that. Okay, cheats. Who you got? I, I am a hundred percent with Blue, a hundred percent, and I am going with. Keith Lee and Swerve, because again, we've got to start paying off some of these big deals. And they just released merch. You can't release merch that have the Swerve Glory shirts and not have a run with them. So they're going to stay together for a while. They're going to have the belts. They're going to feud probably with uh, Ricky and 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 at Powerhouse, and they're going to keep that going. But I'm a hundred percent with Blue. Elliot, did you guess on this one yet? I've not guessed on this one. I mean, I'm down with blue and cheats for real on this, but you know, I think if you look at the Jurassic Express, they had a great run. Luchasaurus could probably have a good run as a single star. So can Jungle Boy if they are comfortable with taking Jungle Boy down the card a little bit right now, who they say is one of the pillars. I could see this program. We we, we know that that Swerve and Lee and <laughs> Hobbs and Starks are going to continue this. You could have Jurassic Park in it for another few months, and maybe somehow they, they Jurassic, ret- Park? Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, You're Express. a real fan. Right? You got really Black, Black Comedy, Black Comedy, Black Black Comedy Club, and Jurassic Park. Ain't I love it. Well, no, everyone, everyone now knows what I did an hour before we uh, started taping. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so you know this this could go the three of them could go one more month to another pay-per-view i wouldn't i'm gonna say jurassic press somehow retains for some reason because just just to sort of keep it just to maybe pull away here in the predictions to uh 
to take it. I guess I was. I, I appreciate you taking that risk, but I'm a little upset because I thought that we were gonna have at least a unanimous, not Jurassic Express, even though oh. you guys <laughs> think it's going to a different set of amazing, talented black men than I do. Uh, Will either way, I think we're gonna have some black boy joy and excellence popping off. Let me say. Sunday let me night. say. I can't wait for that. Yes, because I want. I'm to. excited. All right, so let's go to our our final two that are our big the 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 championships for the company. Um, I'm gonna switch this up because ladies are important, and we're gonna go with the ladies one last. So let's jump right into Hangman Adam Page versus CM Punk for the AEW World Championship. Who you got? And tell me why. Summer of Punk. Summer of Punk. Punk's going to win. This is what he, this is, they didn't come in and give it to him any more prematurely than they could have when he debuted when, like in August of last year, been just shy of a year. He's been gold. He's gone through competitors. He's done it the right way. Everyone wants to see him take a run with the title. Um, not everyone might be prepared for what happens next. I think it's about to go nuclear, but that's what I want to see. And that's what I think is going to happen. Let's let's get it let's get it on punk champion blue. Who you got? Tell me why. I have Hammond out of page only because mm. Kenta is gonna cost him the title, which gonna lead to the Forbidden Door match. Um, God, I love, <laughs> gotta, that. I love that. You guys, you guys gotta remember that. with these with this whole because remember last night we had um, United Empire. Come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. we did. Great O'Con and Jeff Cobb. Yeah, like um, kids have been asking for this match, and Punk on interviews has been downplaying it. Last time we seen Punk downplay stuff, it actually came to fruition. So I kind of and he's he said this before he came to AEW that he kind of wanted to have this match with Kenta. So I don't know where this change of attitude came from. All of a sudden he doesn't want nothing with, with Kenta. He just wants uh Okada, um, but. Yeah, I see that, you know, Kent's popping up, costing him the match, and building that for Forbidden Door. We got to start Forbidden Door somewhere. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, well, it's going to be a perfect gonna, time. Yeah, whether whether they interfere with the main event or not or let that have a clean finish. But the sort of the subplot to all this is where New Japan fits into this weekend when they establish, you know, when they start the Forbidden Door stuff. And it could be Kenta. I was, you know, Okada, sure, but that's a great, it's a great thought, Blue. I think you give you give Okada Hitman Adam Page. Um, he's the champ. He he's been going at yeah. he's been beating down like your, your best wrestlers. Let us get Hitman versus Okada. He's watched Kenny have the match with him. He even had Marty Scroll have a match with Okada. So mm -hmm. why not Hitman Adam Page at his best right now? I say you give it to him. I like that, and I like the thought of I like Blue that you're thinking like you know, an, another pay-per-view down the road, right? Like this isn't, yeah. we do have to set up some longer story and you know, Tony Khan loves a long story. So I yeah. think um, we're looking at June for that, uh, which is soon. So we've got to, we've got to come out of double or nothing with the wheels turning for forbidden door. And I think, um, I think, I don't, I don't know who wins, but I do think we're going to have some, some definite new Japan, uh, Interference. Uh, Jeets, who yeah. you got? Hangman or CM Punk? And tell me why. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I was thinking Punk goes over. I think it's about time. I think it's some time he takes the belt. I do like where Blue is headed because Forbidding Door is so soon. 
And mm-hmm. isn't Forbidden Door? Is it in Chicago? Right. Or is it and at? That, Chicago. that was going to be that was going to be my. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah so favorite. so Forbidden Door is really soon. Forbidden Door is in Chicago. I still think he walks into that event maybe with a strap, but um, there's got to be some New Japan presence in the in Double or Nothing, and I don't know where it fits in. This is the only place where I can really see it fitting in. So I'm expecting some type of New Japan shenanigans. But I, I'm going to go the other way. Maybe New Japan shenanigans causes Hangman Page the belt, puts the strap on Punk. He turns heel, full heel, goes into Chicago for Bendor with the belt. See, this, huh. this is – yeah, nope. this is this is the thing. I, I think we're all on the same page as far as where Punk is headed, big picture. And as we talked about at the top, one of the things I really liked about the promo last night was that it plants those seeds. And I, I think you're right. I think, Megan, to your point, he's a better heel than he is a face. You, you couldn't turn him heel right away because he, he was just going to be so over when you returned to wrestling. Right. You had to wait. Now you can yep. do it. But I think the reason why you're 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 going to get a tease this weekend, but you're not, he's not going to go full heel yet because you would be crazy to do it the month before you're going to Chicago, because it's going to completely but, undermine what you're trying to do because he's going to be facing Chicago no matter what he does on TV. Yeah. Uh, so I think Paige keeps the title only because to, to Blue's point and to. And to some of what was just said, I think the 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 main event of Forbidden Door is probably something like Page and Punk versus you know two, two New Japan stars or something like that. So you, so you put this on kind of a simmer, and then maybe there's more dissension between those two guys at the at the Forbidden Door pay per view, and then you go from there and he, he goes full heel. But I I, I think Page keeps it, but but. You know, now I'm more intrigued after last night as where this goes. I am. I said it when Punk came and when he was in his MGF, when he was in his MJF program. But I think only Punk can turn Punk heel. Like the only person capable of making us hate CM Punk is CM Punk. Nobody else can come in. Because even, like, I mean, Hangman is, like, over, over. People love Hangman. And, like, even when Punk's kind of being, like, a tool about it, they're still chanting CM Punk. Um, So, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm on the fence, but I'm I'm leaning towards Summer of Punk and, and full full heel turn but i do i do really like the point about new japan i like the point about that forbidden door uh pay-per-view being in chicago i think that you guys are right that there's no way you can really have a heel punk in chicago and and you 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 had you had a heel mjf in staten island yeah but he he was treated like a face it was like it was right i'm saying long island face but but can I mean could you have heel punk in Chicago and then the Chicago fans just love him anyway? I don't know, like because I think like what's been great about punk as a heel is like he is capable of getting like nuclear heat everywhere. He, he can turn it. He can turn it on the turn on the Chicago fans too. Point yeah, to I mean, here, well, the, okay, because AEW has no history of doing that. What they what they do <laughs> exactly. is they, they let MJF be a hero in his hometown. They let Ricky Starks, who's another heel, he's right. a heel. Let him be a hero in his hometown. The, Chicago's going to love Punk anyway. 
I but there I think there's a there's an element of New Japan allowing you know coming in cheating to win taking the belt off Page. Maybe you get a Page Okada match. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think Punk walks out of there with the belt. All right, so we're going to credit Blue with the hottest take and the best prediction in that something mm-hmm. New Japan is going to happen, and uh, we're kind of split on whether Paige holds the title or Punk gets it. Okay, and so... I, and I think we're... Uh, one last... Sorry to interrupt. One last quick point. I, I think we're all on the same page as far as where things are headed. The only disagreement is the schedule, because right. I think it's... Uh, we, all, yeah. we all think it's going the same destination. It's just when it's going to get there. Absolutely. Okay, so last match I want to talk about, um, which I'm very, very excited for. These are two women that have put a lot of work in in the business. Two women that are, I mean, even with their championships and professor titles, are vastly underrated for the uh, amount of work they're able to do in the ring. We have the AEW Women's World Championship, Thunder Rosa La Mera Mera versus the... Professor Serena Deeb, who you got and why? Go to. Is it time for my official my official heel turn? Can I? Yeah, can I? Can I do an official heel turn for this? Go ahead, I no, I'm just saying, I can do without this match. Oh wow! I I think I think. I think that's some go home heat right there. Right, this is some go home. I'm giving I'm giving go home. Somebody has to do it. In honor of my homie Ty, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, who, who, by the way, loves both of these uh, wrestlers. Uh, I, <laughs> I get it. I understand why for wrestling fans, like diehard wrestling fans that have followed the careers of these two amazing wrestlers, why this is their moment in the sun. This is the what was the the match? What was it that the Jericho Eddie Kingston match? Was it the last pay per view mm-hmm. when they were like, mm-hmm. finally Eddie got a good, great match and a big win on TV? That was like a culmination of his career that he he got that match right. This match here for these two individuals, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb, will be one of those matches. But I don't think it has like I, I just can't see. I mean, it could be a good. It could be a good wrestling match. I, I mean, I hope they do. They they show out and do the best they can. I hope they're a show stealer. It just has no. For me, it just has no interest. Jade, Jade is the biggest story in the women's division. Um, I, I Brett Baker and whatever's happening with the Owen Hart tournament, I think, is bigger than this. I don't know how AEW has actually, in many ways, in my mind, outside of the Thunder Rosa promo, what was it? Uh, Wednesday night, where she was like, "Look at my face." I don't know how they've buried such a champion in this. I just think she's in. She's not. You know, she's in the. She's the champion, and I feel like she's still well in the mid card. And I think this match is a well mid card match. I think so, it's going to be a really and good or match. You just not want to watch. Is this I'm your bathroom? Watch. I'm going to watch. You're such a hater. Ty has infected you. Who's going to win the match? Uh, yeah. Uh, again, I don't know if there's enough story there. I want Watch Thunder Rosa. I, no, I want Thunder. I want Thunder Rosa to win the match because I don't know what you do with the professor after this. I don't know. Neither one of them are going to beat uh, Jade. Jade, neither. But 
Thunder okay, Rosa I'm canceling your take. You're canceled. Thunder Rosa you wins. Can't, Thunder Rosa you wins. Can't, I don't know. I wish I could edit. Can I just like Brett Baker. you out? Blue. Go ahead. Yay! <laughs> wow, look at that. For that take. Don't nobody else tell me this match doesn't matter. Or I'm gonna take you off the screen too. Blue, who you got? Uh, I got Serena Deeb's. Um, only because not every champion can have long reigns, and I think Thunder Rosa is a good example of that. And with Serena Deeb's, who's been on a roll these past couple of weeks, these past couple of months, doing what she does, I can understand somebody not being interested in the match through their promos. They're not promo people. Um, they do better with video packages, and they do better with, you know, being coached. It's not for everybody. But I feel like, again, uh, Thunder Rosa delivered on Wednesday night with her promo. I think their their defining moment is going to be in the ring mm-hmm. between those two women. And that's what's in, it could probably be one of the top three matches of the night, to be honest with you. Um, and I just feel like this is Serena Deeb's chance to really just do a, a, go over and win the championship. Um, Thunder Rosa is, could be a great tr- transitional champion. I hate to use the term, but you know, this could be perfect for Serena Deeb's. I would love to see Serena Deeb's and Blackpool Combat Club, to be honest with you. I feel like that, that's more her, that's more her, her wheelhouse. Just beating people um, up. And yeah, exactly. Just beating people up. And that way we can have a change in the dynamics for the championship. But I just see Serena Deeb's. I hope, I'm hoping Serena Deeb's win. No, no disrespect to Thunder Rosa. I love her, but it's I I can support your hope, um, but I still think I think we're keeping the belt on Rosa. No, don't cancel Blue. He didn't say he said it was going to be one of the top three matches of the night. He stays on the screen. Um, okay, so I think Rosa's going over, but I will say I know people have said like the promo hasn't been good, the storyline hasn't been good, but I think uh, Rosa last night. And then even though the crowd reaction wasn't great, I think Deep's promo the week before um, where Dustin came down and got in the ring with her and was she was talking. Man, Bad. That's it, it was crowd was again. It's, cheap. That's it, cheap. That's it, the crowd that's it, the crowd, not the Oh, okay. You can come back, Chiefs. The crowd was <laughs> awful. Because she was talking about some real stuff, like what she had to go through in WWE. I remember her in Straight Edge Society. That was when I was falling in love with Punk. Like... So, I mean, yeah. she's paid oh, yeah. her dues. I just don't – I don't see her going over Rosa because I do think they've done Rosa so wrong with her reign. I think they've got to give her a little bit more time to get a little more steam behind the belt, get a little more steam behind herself um, to, to to just justify that championship because, I mean, she was, she was due when it was her turn. I do – I love – I want to start, like, a Twitter campaign to get Serena D with Blackpool Combat Club because <laughs> that is such a good matchup. Like, that is definitely her speed. All right, TG, who you got for this match? I think it's going to be a really good match. I think Thunder Rosa retains. And the, the issue that I had, I, I, I would characterize it as it's been a bad build. I, I don't think the, pro, the promo that Serena D cut, I think, was a good promo, but it was a face promo. And the yeah. reason that they had to bring Dustin out there was so that she would have, a, you know, a popular face to kind of direct it at. But really, it was a promo on WWE. I mean, it, which is that's a face promo. So I think it's it's been the creative has been a little misguided on that, which is not the fault of Serena Deeb or Thunder Rosa. Uh, I thought Thunder Rosa's promo this week was also good. But the build has been as it has been typical with a lot of 
AEW women's championship builds. It has not been really their strong suit. So I think that's hurt the kind of the interest in the match, but I think the match is going to be really good. So, and Thunder Rosa wins. Okay. So I guess we can cross the aisle and agree on some things. Thank you, Tom, for big up in the match. And yes, Thunder Rosa is going to win. Okay. Elliot, the collector, last take of the night, last prediction of the night. Well, when you have the last prediction of the night, you tend to have you have heard a lot of excellent opinions to this point. Now, Ty, Megan may have infected uh, cheats, but y- yeah. you have definitely infected me. I am I am a lot closer to where you are on Thunder Rosa. The build has been a mess, as um, thank you, Tom. As thank Tom, you. as Tom has said, I want this to be the kind of match it has the potential to be. These two can put on a top three match of the night. Um, I hope I hope they do. I mean, I hope there are virtually no botches, just like I hope there are in none of the matches. Um, mm-hmm. But um, sometimes a botch in a women's match can elicit much more of a visceral response from a certain segment <clears throat> of fans. I hope it goes off without a pitch and because these two deserve to have deserved better, I think Thunder Rosa retains. All right. Those are all our predictions. Now, normally we end because we're way over. We're like we're way, we're way 130 over. over. Um, we normally end with the heel of the week, but this week has been healy enough. So I'm going to end does. with your face of the week. Really quick rundown. Who's your face of the week? Blue, who is your face of the week? Who do you love this week? Wrestling or non-wrestling? Doesn't matter. Sasha Banks and Naomi is my face of the week for standing up for what they believe in. And there's nothing more to say about that. Bang. Let them know. Close the door, Blue. Bang. Okay, TG, who's your face of the week? My face of the week is Vince McMahon for being a wise and prudent (laughs) businessman. And really a captain of industry. It's just the opposite. Where is the cancel button? Bleep. There he goes. He's on. All right, Elliot, face of the week. Beto O'Rourke. There you go. Enough said. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Go ahead, Beto. Beto 2020. Two. It's this year, 2022. Beto 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheets, face of the week. I'm going to go with uh, Steve Kerr in the same vein. But I, yeah, I, think Steve I saw Kerr that. Had a, I think yeah. Steve Kerr had a huge, huge platform uh, in the playoffs. And he took that opportunity to, to speak in what he believed in. And I know, um, it, you know, a lot of people can say things like, um, well, you know, he was just speaking his mind and that's what he believed in. But here's the, here's the idea of that is that there are a bunch of coaches in the playoffs. There are, a bunch of, there are a bunch of coaches in professional sports right now. None of them said what Steve Kerr said. So I, 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 I do give credit for people that use their platform, even though it, you know, it was uh, a sports pre, was a pregame press conference. Uh, and I, 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 I commend Steve Kerr. He's my face of the week. Absolutely. Um, my face of the week, and I hope that you paused this show and then went and watched – Hey, EW, with Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs, my faces of the week are Stroke Daddy and Uncle Crush. And I need you to go <laughs> I don't watch know who these are. I don't know who these people are. It's, it's Powerhouse Hobbs, who is Uncle Crush. And then 
Ricky Ricky Starks is Stroke Daddy. Just go watch Hey EW. It's amazing, it's really and it's you'll really understand good. all the things that I'm saying. Uncle Crush, Mr. Break Your Back. You got to go watch it. It's amazing. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you um, tune in this weekend to Double or Nothing. There's going to be tons of great uh, wrestling. There's going to be lots of stuff. Is the inability and unwillingness of the powerful. Fl- Fl- Fluffy Kitten had a... Uh... Had a hit a heel, so we just threw it up there. Thank you for watching. I the like show. We that heel. You. That heel works. I, do, I like the Thank heel you guys too. for watching. Watch wrestling this weekend. Double or nothing. Twitter. Ooh, thank you for Twitter. joining us. Uh, plug your plug your show real quick. Who me? Oh me. Yeah, you. Oh, <laughs> we always put our show. Follow the Mixed Tag Show on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, uh, YouTube. They're all the same. The Mixed Tag Show. Uh, follow me at Blue Magic Grind. I spell high sound. And as it's spelled underneath my picture there, follow my chat sheet partner. It's Jenna B-B-A-Y-B-E-E. Um, yeah, that's it. I can say right now. Thanks, Blue. Hey. Thanks, Blue. Um, Double or Nothing Live, Twitter, WCW Pod. Make sure we, we're going we're gonna to be on it. you do it. And now, this is probably our longest show in history. So I'm going to go ahead and count us out. One, two, three. See you guys next week.